Did you just say someone who knows football and lions in the same sentence? Didn't like the skin I was in. We're gonna bitch and shit all over everybody. I am tasting the number. What does it taste like? It tastes like blue. Dave wanted to put you two on the rankings and mark one. Uh, even though you're number one in the league. Out. How is he gonna do uh, that? I told you once, and I'll tell you again. Bobby D ain't going out like a bitch. For this week, I knew I was gonna lose. I, I don't know how. I just had that feeling. Our horses are well fed this week and ready to run. What's up, Hot Dog Nation? It's your boy, Torzy, aka Mr. Unlimited. Can you so, hear me? So yeah, we can hear you. So, All right, so guys, he, I, my connection wasn't good. I I pulled up to the carpet liquidators and joined the back. What's up, hot dog fans? This is your dude Duong, talking from Thailand. I'm speaking to you in the future. At the end of the league, when I win, I'm gonna take a small bottle of champagne and spread my ass. Welcome back, Hot Doggers. After a two-week, maybe even three-week break, we are back. Um, this is week eight. As always, my co-host, Walker Tassin. And our Lovely super producer, our super producer, Andrew Chang. What's Welcome up? back, fellas. Good, good to hear you. It's good to hear your voices. Uh, it's just a difference between reading the text and hearing the voices. Um Let's get right into it. I got some news and I got some notes. First note, oh, have the mighty fallen. And I know that's kind of an overreaction, but losing Henry and then having um, Aaron Rodgers go out with COVID. Bob's right on the hot dog right now explaining us why we shouldn't care about it. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a big loss. Um, it's, it's a lot to... To weather, weathering the storm right now after a successful six and two run. Um, I almost feel bad. I feel like this has a little bit to do with me uh, putting a pox upon Drew, but uh, it wasn't my intention, Drew. You know, I was just pointing out that you hadn't had any injuries yet. That's it. Narcissistic take from Walker. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. One of many. Hope you're not drinking every time I have one. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Look, it's, it's like when you're at the top of the league like that, for the rest of us, we want to see him drop down a peg. But like I said earlier today, I was talking to Drew this morning, these wins are the wins you hold on to the most. When you're down and out, when you got guys out with injuries, this is when you win the, want to win the most. So we'll see what he can do this That's week. That's true. Yeah, see what you're made um, of. Which leads me into my next topic, our next news, see Murda picking up the waiver wire pieces and sneaking out with a Cooper Rush win. Oh, the two thirty moves coming in handy. What was the I margin? I know. I, I was I was tracking it, and like the night before, I'm like, oh, he's probably not going to put guys in. And then all of a sudden, slowly throughout the day, his lineup was changing and changing. And he actually didn't beat me on the Cooper Rush throw. No, he beat was... me on a KJ Osborne. Osborne like, with ten yards. Oh my god, his only catch. <laughs> killed me it just killed oh. me um but in the last so after doing some research um connor last year beat cole by 0.18 so i this isn't the closest win ever in um hot dog history but last 
or I think it was two years ago, Connor had an average margin of victory of 11 points. So the king of the close win. The king of clutch. Exactly. Yeah, C-Murder back in the mix. Um, Jeez. Man, he, he, rides, he rides a thin margin, man. I mean, he's made like six moves all year, and like I – Nobody's had more impactful moves because each one of his moves is, has been incredible. Yeah, and he <laughs> it's, got it's affected him. Cooper Cup, I remember watching playing Bob last year and Kyler Murray just getting like eight points every time he breathes. That's like Cooper oh. Cup. Cooper Cup is un- unbelievable. That's one of the best pickups this year. The best. Yeah, like what Derrick Henry's been doing the first eight weeks, Cooper Rush has been doing the exact same thing from the wide receiver position. Yeah. Cooper Rush. <laughs> I hope you guys got your luggage packed um, and you're ready to get on the boat because we're going abroad. Oh, we're traveling to Greece to congratulate the Finns on getting their first win off the Schneid. Way to go, Cole. That a boy. All it took was the porn star Forex trader, Aussie Forex trader, trader on the beach to get it going. Oh, <laughs> yeah, with them big, with the big horns. What do you say? Like, I, what do you say built like a stack, like a porn star? What do you say? What did he say? Oh, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> that sounds like a walkerism. Stacked like a porn star. Um, I think I think we should try to get him on here to to, to uh, give us like a brief update on his travels when he gets back. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh. I would love to hear him. Um, okay, those are the news and notes. Um, we're going to transition into an interesting set of questions. I'm going to start off by asking the questions, then answering. Then we're going to go to Walker. Then we're going to go to Drew. Okay? So the questions are this. Very similar, but different. Which team do you enjoy beating the most? And who do you hate to lose to the most? And I would say... The team that I like to beat the most is none other than Andrew Chang. And I I linked that back to the first time I saw him engage with fantasy football, and he had that fax in his arms. And I was just like, this is the guy I want to beat. And this is my rationale. And I know, I know I'm like a try-hard fantasy guy. So and I, I'm not saying Drew is, but the more intel and the more I feel, because I've generated this in my mind, I don't actually know, the more I feel someone cares about it, the more I like to beat them. So that's my rationale for Drew. That's the a good take. I to, the person I hate to lose to the most is none other than Matt Lyons for the exact opposite Ooh. reasons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just don't want to acknowledge that he's pretty good at it. And he's – he like, it, it's sort of a projection, right? Um, I, he kind of – it seems like he flies by the seat of his pants, and my pants are very tight. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's mine, Walker. Let's hear yours. Yeah, well – you know, who I like to beat the most, you know, it's Drew. You know, I mean, Lions, <laughs> Lions beating me, you know, five times in a row really makes me want to beat Lions' ass. But uh, he scares the shit out of me every time I play him. And uh, I just got so much history with Drew. It's definitely Drew who I like to beat the most. And you got to remind me on the second question. What was the – what's that second question? Who do you hate to lose to the most? Oh, that's true too. <laughs> Drew, I just hate. I just have to beat him, man. I can't lose the Drew. This and the thing is, is like we're acknowledging this and fueling the fire at the same time. You know. Yeah. Drew, off to you. Got, what's what's your take? Four. Yeah. 
who do I like to beat the most? I like to beat Walker the most. <laughs> and me and Walker have been playing fantasy sports football since like I don't even know when Walker like ten oh, years eight. or something. Oh eight. Oh eight. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. And uh, there's just been a lot of battles along the way, a lot of shit talking, a lot of uh, I don't know. There's been a lot. So Walker is my favorite to beat. Uh, uh, least heart, heart. What is it? Don't hardest to lose, to lose to. Yeah. Oof. It's between Luke Duke and Grady, and I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, Grady's. I'm gonna say Grady, for similar reasons to you, Dave. I just know that Grady. Puts on the shine so much, yeah. That yeah. like when he beats me, it's like I feel bested, you know. Like I feel like, like I feel like I'm not worthy, and I've lost my spot, and I've lost my touch, and like, what's the point? <clears throat> because I go into it thinking there's nobody that's gonna, you know, I'm gonna. If if there's a lot of luck in this game, but at the same time, I feel like I can do the analysis and find the little sleepers and get the value from people, but. I feel like Grady does the same thing, and when he beats me, it's like I feel I feel inept, I feel inadequate, and it really gets inadequate. to me. And I think about it for a long time. Like Grady inadequate. beat me last year in the playoffs. He pulled a complete one eighty on me. Grady had Dobbins to go, but he had Diggs, Kareem Hunt, and shit. And I started talking shit before the Sunday night game, and he was so. What are you trying to accomplish? You know, I felt bad. <laughs> like, oh, shit. So, <laughs> oh, no. And then, and then, like, and then Diggs went for 30 and ended up beating me. Like, what are you doing to me? You know, like, wait, stop it. <laughs> it was like Great. complete uh, shift in uh, you know, feelings. The other reason That's I hate the best way to grade it is that he, he, uh, I like to talk a lot of shit when I'm playing somebody. And he's one of those guys that like doesn't say anything, and then like yeah. he'll beat you. He'll like come back and beat you by thirty, and he'll give you like that little like eyes emoji <laughs> where it's like, in the corner. That's all it text you, like little like corner <laughs> eyes emoji, and that's all. That's all he'll say the whole time. It's almost he's worse. That kills me. Like to he's have. The that crosses you, he's the guy that crosses you over, hits a three, and then you fall down, and he's there with his arm to pick you back up. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, like um, let me help. Are you okay? He's like, no, hate me, hate me. Yeah. I understand that language better. Okay, you are you are crushed, are you? Yeah, um, I, that was a great story. That was a great, a great callback. Um, I'm gonna pass the mic to our um, our co-host Walker Tassin, and he's gonna lead us in our next sa- segment. Let me throw the mic over here. Boom, got it. Get to it. Nice toss. So we got some awards. We're going to start off with the best wheeler and dealer. We got a tie for the best wheeler and dealer. Going to start off with Luke, who's been making trades like crazy. But I love that he got Chubba Hubbard, traded Chubba Hubbard for OBJ, then turned OBJ into James Conner, who's got ATDs. Great pick. And then he parlayed Michael Thomas and Javante Williams for Chase Claypool. I love the move. He and then Cole, it, go ahead. He turned a toothpick into a mansion, right? Like, you know, like yeah. <laughs> those videos where he's like, I'm going to take this coin and go to just sale and sell up, sell up, sell up, sell up. What what a lineage. Great research, Walker. Yeah. 
And then Cole, he's only made one deal, but it was a good one. Cordero Patterson is a top 10 player overall, and he traded D- DK Chark, Miles Gaskin, Chase Edmonds for Kenny Galladay, Derek Carr, and Cordero Patterson. Move of the year. Cordero, I mean, he's 1-7, but Cole is a scary 1-7 team. Cordero Patterson is not stopping. He's just fucking ridiculous this year. I think he's averaging 18 points per week. And then coming in at number two, we got the biggest pretender of the season. Soggy Bobby D. He's on thin ice right now. Flabby Bobby. He's waiting for Russell Wilson to come back, but he's thin already. He's going to get thinner when Christian McCaffrey comes back and Shubba Hubbard becomes a secondary back. He's hurting, and he's going to need to find some magic and inject the squad with some no-explode and manufacture some fire in his boys here. And then for our most prestigious award, we got the Comeback Manager of the Year. Big Ott had a rough season last year, but he and figured out some pieces through his misfortune. They were going to carry him to the promised land this year, and I love his core. Dalvin Cook seemed like a suspect number one overall pick, but that's looking more and more brilliant as the year goes on. Uh, Tom Brady, I thought he took him way too soon, but it's just brilliant. I mean, the second year in Bruce Arians' offense, it looks like he's going to throw for 60 fucking touchdowns this year. Drew, you said it last year. You're like, Art's too smart. He's going to figure this out at some point. That point is now. Adam Thielen, Tyler Lockett, and Khalil Herbert, probably the best waiver wire pickup of the year. That guy looks like an absolute fucking stud. And those are our fantasy midseason awards. I don't think I've ever heard you say anything more confident than, I like his core. You said that. (laughs) (laughs) You made me like, you you started to hype me up, dude. Great job. Great job. Those are our midseason awards. Congratulations. You'll get your trophies in the email, or excuse me, in the mail. Um, all right. We're shifting from the midseason awards. We got bigger awards to win. The league is more competitive. Scores are higher. Yeah, there's a glob, but the glob's a little bit better looking this year. It's time to get into this week's power rankings. Number one, Super China Buffet One. As much as I despise Drew, uh, losing King Henry hurts, but my God, man, his team looked absolutely amazing. Um, 
you know, I, I keep wanting to think he's thin, but he's not, man. He's got plenty of pieces to put in here. He's had Waddle and Devonta Smith on his bench for a long time. I think uh, Daryl Williams was a great pickup. It's only temporary, but uh, Jeremy, Jeremy McNichols is good, too. It's good that you got that guy. That guy's going to surprise a lot of people. I think he's a stud. I think he's a stud, too. But now that I'm looking at it, I think maybe the DeAndre Swift was his best pick. I mean, he's yeah. a monster. He's like a... I think he's like the the 10th leading fantasy receiver right now. Yeah. Or he's I, like, I can't believe he's doing this. He he's averaging he like, like the worst yards per carry like since like the 3 yards in a cloud of dust era and yet somehow he's like one of the best wide re- receiving players in the league. It's crazy. He's got like you, 50 he's got like 60 targets or something. I know. That's <laughs> crazy. He's got like 50 catches. And then yeah. Justin Jefferson just a monster. Um, and just want to say one thing, Walker, you're like the human embodiment of the three yard and cloud of dust era. I want to give Drew a little credit for Cortland Sutton, too. That's a subtle, great pick, and he's been great also. Yeah, Cortland Sutton will never not be subtle, and I think it's just his name and him being in Denver, one of the two. Um, <laughs> but that's two years on Drew's team with, with Sutton. Right. Um, let's go into number two. Coming in at number two in the power rankings, Koo and the gang. Great. Brady, I mean, God, the McCaffrey and CEH, he's weathering that storm. Not having your first two picks is tough, but that should make this guy extra scary because he had a, that Zach Moss trade in the beginning of the year. He kind of subtly pulled that off. You know, that was a crazy trade, and that's been working out great for him. His L.A. stack is nuts. Tyler Boyd, t- Boyd taking him in the eighth round. That's paying off right now. And the uh, Ernest Johnson, man, he came up clutch for this guy. Grady's scary, man. He's only going to get better when he gets healthier. Yeah, and he's got McCaffrey in his lineup this week. And I, I have him in another league. And there's like, it's an iffy. He might play this week. I think but, he's trying uh, to will him, will him back, put him in a start, try and get that good juju. And then LA, LA's defense with uh, Von Miller coming in. Um, oh, he, he's oh. bet. He's bet hot, just like you with the Titans and um, me with the Redskins. Just kidding. Um, The Jets. Like like betting on an (laughs) offense, betting on an offense to do well. He's got Woods, Stafford, Henderson. He's in a good spot right now. And they they appear to be, I mean, not score-wise, but record-wise, a little bit separate from the rest of us. Um, Let's get into number three. Coming in at number three, Kareem, asterisk, Supremes. What can I say about these guys? I mean, you want to talk depth? You're looking at the, yes. looking at the, uh, <laughs> you're looking at the deepest of the deep. Uh, you know, I I got nothing but great things to say about these guys, and I'm not healthy either. So you know, you guys better be worried about once these guys uh, turn from questionable to a full go. I, yeah, I was wondering how many synonyms you could create for deep, and then also speaking about yourself in like the third person. I mean, you're on fire right now. I love your team. I th- like your your draft method. Just you hit on everything. Um, and, and except Julio Jones. Except Julio Jones. That's a big miss. But like, yeah. and, and I love <laughs> I I love that you still have this Johnson guy in your team, and he's like projected to score like one point five. I love week. it. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> only on there just because week one I started him a bunch too. Yeah, my face. So he's he's like Walker's trophy. <laughs> he had two touchdowns in week one. He'll never have a touchdown in the NFL again, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's got three touchdowns, nine like nine catches and like 40 yards all year. 
Perfect. All right, let's go into number four. Coming in at number four on the power rankings, newly named Conservative Tears. Conservative Tears. I like I like the name. It seems a little 80s, a little retro. I, I think of the Breakfast Club when I think of your team. But when I'm looking at your <laughs> But when I'm looking at your squad, I mean Kyler Murray, he's just your linchpin, man. And uh you just got like these borderline guys, you know what yeah, I mean? But they're all yeah. you're you're full of these guys that are, you know, it's not pretty by any means, but these guys get the job done, man. You're doing the two tight end approach this week because of some bye week issues and you got three defenses. So it's rough to give you too much props. It's hard. But, uh, I mean, when your team is a full go, your team's pretty your, – your team is formidable for sure. Yeah, I just I just look at the head of the next week and pick whatever team's playing the Jets usually. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I get it. It's not – like of my one, <clears throat> three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, of the 12 guys I have on my team, how many of them would you recognize if you were in a diner or like at, <laughs> at a grocery store? Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Maybe <laughs> over yeah. under two. Do you remember that question <laughs> before the year? Like, how do you feel about your team going forward? Like what's your oh, yeah. offense level? It's just been at a five the whole year. That's what I see too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Michael, Car- or his name, Michael. Yeah. Michael, Michael Carter, Carter, yeah. turning it on though, man. That's a yeah, good, that was a good, that was a good graphic. Yeah. It, it just, you know, it helps to start him on his best weeks, but. Um, well, you drafted him, huh? Yeah, I did. No, okay, they, they, that's extra. Dynasty league, so, um, all right, the first big shakeup on our power rankings coming in at number five, the Miles High Club. Ooh, Ooh man, these guys, Luke Duke, man, I I just hope he stays out of the playoffs because Luke Duke is a scary team. He absolutely kicked the living shit out of me in week three. But uh, his running back core is ridiculous. Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, James Conner, it's TD City over there. And Jamar Chase, my God, man. I mean, I, I can't believe he's 4-4. Four and four. He, Yeah, that Jamar Chase pick just looks better every week. He Luke's Crazy. team is, like, fashionable, man. Like, his outfit changes every week, you know? It seems like yeah. I'm looking at a new team every couple weeks. Um, he's, and he Harris hasn't had like, go ahead. he hasn't had George Kittle all year. You know, about one of the best in the business. And if he gets him back at full strength, I mean, this guy, he's going to be projected like a 140 each week. And every week I sit down and watch football and eat a big bag of boring James Conner, that comment I made. Just every week he scores two touchdowns, which I think Drew pointed out, and takes t- like uh, fancy points away from Kyler Murray. So yeah, Jesus. That that is like you just giving me my humble pie every single week. He just yeah. needs five carries to put up a twenty each week. <laughs> he's he, he's just like he's just one of those teams. Like if you're in the playoffs and you're playing Luke, even if you have a higher seed, it's an even Ugh. matchup. Yeah. Um, all right, perfect. Let's get into number number six. six on our power rankings. Thank you, sir. The Dementors. Bobby Digital. I know we we're kind of hard on Bobby earlier. Bob, you know, he's always kind of like this. He's always top heavy. Kelsey hasn't been, uh, I mean, he's, it's hard to say he hasn't been doing well because he's averaging double digits, but he hasn't been hitting those big games lately. So 
I think as soon as Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs get their shit together, and of course when Russell Wilson comes back, Bob's going to be scary, but he just cannot have any more injuries because he's just not, he's just real thin. He he's can't really, have any more misfortune. He's really, really thin, and kind of Jonathan Taylor is like, and Debo Samuel are just holding up the squad right now. Oh, God. Um, yeah, like, dude, one thing about Bob, he is really good at like, <laughs> picking the Debo's, the Jonathan Taylor's, the Russell Wilson's, like he's really good at picking guys in the draft that are going to explode. You know, yeah, like I, I was wondering how you're going to connect all those three. Um, but yeah, the Debo Samuel pick at the end of the year, when we do our end of the season awards, that will be one of the best picks. That'll be up there. Um, Absolutely. And everyone's thin right now. Everyone's like trying to make it through um, not only the pandemic, but the waiver, you know, like, by weeks people being out so um his team will look more formidable soon he just has to stay in the middle of the pack in the glob um and not get too far behind all right let's get into number seven on the power rankings cooking with gas big hot this is my favorite team to root for it's kind of him and connor i really like root seeing what these guys do each week uh Art kind of surprised me with the draft. I thought, uh, you know, he definitely did it, didn't do it the way I would do it, but it's looking brilliant. The Dalvin Cook pick, I mean, Tom Brady taking him as early as he did. I would have never done that, but my God, what a great pick. Tom Brady is just, he's hes ageless, ageless. He, he, he would at least have one more win if Russell was still back because Lockett had some like weird, like four to five point games there for a while. Oh, um, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Like he was going to bench him this week. I, I hit him up on uh, Saturday. I was like, all right, man, Tyler's paid 18 mil for a reason, dude. <laughs> you got to get him in you, there. You talked him into doing that when he was playing me? I did. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, it wasn't personal, but uh, I mean, it's really a subconscious thing, I guess. A previous segment would suggest otherwise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And, and the one interesting thing about our team is when David Montgomery gets back, is there going to be um, – because David Montgomery, one of the best parts about having him is he gets like 85% of the carries. Is Herbert going to steal carries now? And so oh, that'll man. Be some, that'll be something good to monitor. I think he gets stronger when that happens because he just takes Gaskin out and he can put both those Bears running backs in. I think That's what I would do. Herbert looks amazing. That was a great pick, and he's he looks like a stud. I almost think that they're going to – when Montgomery gets back, they'll probably let him walk and keep Khalil Herbert for the next four years. So Art looking good. He won his award. Let's get into number eight on the on the power rankings. C Murda. Kana. Kana. Kana came, man. That I was looking at his team at uh, like one or like twelve forty-five. I was like, oh man, he's just done. And then like 15 minutes later, it's like he had a new team in there. And all of a sudden, he's got a chance that two hours later. I couldn't believe he came back and, and beat you, man. That was just it's crazy. But it's Cooper I, Cup and DK Metcalf, man. That's just brilliant. I respect him for take. I, I don't know how many options he had other than Cooper Rush. Maybe he had no options. No, he probably so didn't have any, any, similar any to what options. Walker did with Art. I texted Connor. I was like, dude, you have like four spots in your lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I was like, you need, to, you need to pick some guys up. And he's like, shit, there's nobody out there. <laughs> like, Go get a bunch of guys in like the Monday night game or the Sunday night game. I was like, it's all you have. He's like, okay. <laughs> so, and and that's uh, what turned into. 
and then we played, and then like I, I ended up scoring like a hundred points. Um, and it, and you just like, it, yeah, you want to win, but winning that way, there's a difference between winning that way and like score and like being a top points leader in a week. But um, if you look at his lineup as it presently stands, and then put in Prescott, Brown, and Barkley, you don't want to play that team. No. Yeah. No, not at all. And you know what? DK and Cooper, fuck, man. It seems like they're on his team every year. You know, I feel like these guys wouldn't kill it. Or actually, I'd, maybe he didn't have it last year, and that's why Cooper didn't kill it. But every time Cooper's on Connor's team, my God, he just fucking crushes. It just makes sense for them to be together every year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our second shakeup on the power rankings coming in at number nine. Thou shall not pass. <laughs> I like the Chenault name. I like that he likes Chenault, but he's a Colorado guy. He got to see it coming. Tour's team is absolutely scary. He's had some health issues ever since, like, week two. But, uh, Jesus, man, his core is amazing. Darren Waller's coming back. Kamara, Damian Harris, Mike Evans. I mean, the hits keep coming. He lost Calvin Ridley to a mental thing, but uh, he's, 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 not, uh, he's not hurting at all, man. He's looking good. He, it's just like when you look at his stats at the end of the season, it'll be like a big question mark on, on if, he, if for some reason he doesn't make the playoffs. Because like you just you don't need just guys that score a lot of points. You need like consistent point scoring, and he hasn't had that. Like Kamara started the year kind of slowly, and then Waller was killing, and then Waller went down, and Kamara went up. He just needs it all to like go right for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you know like you mean? look at you look at his points against too. Like I could easily be sitting where he's sitting. You know what I mean? Uh, he's, no, you couldn't. He's, you have a hundred. No, no, no. I I can say that. You can't say that, dude. I just got out. Of, I might be the. I'm the highest point scorer, but I've been in the red ever since week two. Like I just got out of the red in point differential, and Torres had some injury issues and high point scored against him. Walker's so I feel like superstitious, Dave. He's being superstitious. He just needs yeah, he the. Because uh, <laughs> he knows that he knows that all of his players are going to tear their ACLs. On you're like fantasy. You're like fantasy. I believe Larry this one. You're fantasy Larry <laughs> David. You're just neurotic. You're just neurotic, neurotic, neurotic. Yeah. Okay. Um, on to our next team. Obviously, Tor leapfrog this team coming in at number ten. Mister Fantastic. Oh, you know what? I, I don't know what's up with these guys, but I something tells me that the root of his problems is the name, Mr. Fantastic. I think uh, I think if he goes back to the genius tendencies, you know, we might we might see some of that genius come back here. Yeah. The Allen Robinson, like he he used to oh, be someone that, hurts. that was like quarterback um, court, like immune, didn't need a quarterback immune yeah. to bad quarterbacks. But this year it's just. It's just, and I think he got him in the third round. That's usually a really good pick. Ugh. It almost offsets what Mike Williams is doing. Like it's a net neutral, right? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, it's worse because he's had because he's kind of yeah. like like until now it's like the guy you have to start too. You know what I mean? You take a guy in the third round, like you don't figure out that he's a bust. You just you got to stick with him because you invested so much in him. You know? Yeah, and I can guarantee you that Lions. Has been taught as like two years ahead of us on CJ Uzuma somehow. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. You knew him in college. Exactly. Um, Some Chicago ties. Yeah, ties like non football ties. Um, <laughs> Cooked a mistake. Coming in at number 11, a new father of a beautiful baby boy, Owen. 
the Wild Stallions. Oh, and ever since that baby boy, Stagger has been coming alive. I think uh, we got a new dad, we got a new fire, and uh, man, I, I'm afraid of this man now. You know what I mean? He's got that uh, mama tiger, papa tiger kind of kind of action going on here. I can feel it. Picking up guys on the waiver wire in his right hand and holding the baby in his left hand. Seriously, congratulations, <laughs> Sager. I, it's on. I'm, I feel honored to share a birthday with your uh, with your son. You know, That's awesome. I, I always think about that, like you know that Godfather quote. I hope you, your first son is a very masculine boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the, the Pittman. Pittman Jr. had like two touchdowns in the first quarter, and then another Ooh. one. That was ridiculous. That that's, that's been a crazy. huge waiver wire pickup. I think he he yeah. traded for him just now. Oh, Arthur did. and him traded. Yeah, he oh, traded uh, 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 Miles Gaskin for Pittman. Art, really? you've been doing great, but that was a bad move, my man. Yeah, that was a good move. Stager's been making a lot of trades this year, and he's been swinging and missing, but that was a good one. He's uh, try, he's coming back to redeem himself. It's the Owen magic. I, I respect the hustle, man. He's on it. He, he's like the the, the waiver wire. Um, he's on the waiver wire all the time. Anytime I get I get notifications anytime someone picks someone up. It's weird. Um, oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like a good the way wild to, like, stallions. Yeah, the wild stallions. And coming in. And number 12, on the boat right now, probably having a really nice, simple meal that he's going to show us a picture of later. Umbrella drink. Yes, fries, milkshake, and hot porn star chicks on the beach. Living the life right now, coming in at number 12, the Tiger fans. Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi. Cole got off the schneid, man. I love this team. That was kind of awkward, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought in my mind that went different. You know, this is this is a uh, this is like your your hottest pod, I think. I think I think you've done the best. And, and, and I don't you, no you, question you, like, yourself. What? Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't question Cordell Patterson's first name either. Um, yeah. Keep that strong. Corduroy. Let's go. Corduroy Patterson. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, despite the one and seven record, this is another guy that's going to break some hearts, man. Austin, Nick Chubb is back, Corderell Patterson, Kyle Pitts. Uh, the hits keep coming. And Cole's, uh, I mean, Chris Carson comes back. I mean, shit, man, he might he might go through a streak where he wins like four in a row or something like that. He, you know what I mean? He's, his team is Hans Gruber from Die Hard, right? Oh. He's, trying, he's trying to pull him down with him down the ledge he's trying to pull teams down with him right he may not win <laughs> but he can pull he can pull bruce willis off the nakatomi tower with him so watch out for cole he's coming in he's spoiling seasons um we hope you're safe and hope you have a good time cole um, by the time he figures this out we'll be on a beach earning 20 percent. perfect perfect okay those are the power angles walker let's give your special award get after it. go ahead yes sir we got the scariest sub-500 team in the game. Thou Chenault pass. This guy, watch out for him. If he's in your schedule coming up, pray, do your chores, build your sheds, rescue a homeless person because you're going to need some magic. Thou shall not, thou shall not um, is going to be the team that we collectively we think is going to have the best second half of the season amongst those teams. So thou shall not lose going forward. Hmm. All right. Fellas, that's the Hawk Dog Report. Drew, thanks for hanging in there with us. 
Um, we will see y'all soon. Take it easy, fellas. Good night, guys, and good luck.